Here we go again. Time to do the show. Gonna do it good. Maybe we won't. How's everybody doing? Me, I'm doing just great. I just got back from a golf trip to Chattanooga. I'm a big new guy. I don't know if you know that. I'm a big, big new guy. All right, let's call Brenda. Let's call her up. Time to call Brenda up. What up? You look, you look like you're on vacation. Do I? Because I feel like I look like I'm sitting in in somebody's office. That's exactly what I'm doing. The teak doors behind you scream <laughs> beach house. What can I say? The vibe is right. Everybody's got to be somewhere. Might as well be in a beach house office. <laughs> Might as well. You doing yeah. good? I literally just walked in the door. I've been flying all day Yeah. to get here, but... Uh, now I'm looking at a gorgeous view, and I cannot complain. All right. Well, that's good. I just got back from a little golf vacay. Oh, I feel like you do this a lot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is really the only one I do, like like a boy's trip that I do every year. This is the Oh, only yeah, you were, in, you were in chatty. Dude, I was in the noog. How was it? Big noog guy. I know you are. Huge noog guy. Dude, mm -hmm. if you haven't been in Chattanooga, you haven't lived. Well, I'm telling you, it's a lot like Nashville in the fact that, like, at least it's like Nashville was back in the day, like when I first got there. There's good food. The people seem chill. There's live music everywhere. The thing that the Noog has that Nashville didn't have as much of, a lot more, I feel like, lake stuff. Like, a lot of people are on the boat uh, in the Noog. And also, by the way, I'd like, like to say this real quick. I don't know if anyone calls Chattanooga the Noog, but I do. And I, maybe I'm going to start this whole thing. Like, we went out with our friends, Kim and Todd. We went to a place called the Boathouse in the Noog. Oysters, food, drinks, overlooking the water, beautiful sunset. And then we went to the south side. I, I don't know it well enough to really know where I went. But I went someplace and I watched some guy named the Danimal perform. And he kind of did that whole, like, huh. K.S. Rhodes, Ed Sheeran thing where he was just, like, looping mm. everything. And fantastic. Wow. And then we went and played a golf uh, golf course called Macklemore. Not the singer, it was a golf course. And boom, two big thumbs up on Macklemore. That place is awesome. The 18th hole, for all the golf fans out there, the 18th hole, boom. It's like Pebble Beach closing hole, like crazy, like up in wow. the clouds, like up in the mountain, like on over, you know, Overlook Mountain? No. Okay. You don't know about the noob, do you? I've only been a couple times, and I always go stay like in a cabin in the mountains. Yeah. I don't really do the town part. Yeah. Well, I enjoy the nuke. You also love calling it the nuke. I do. I don't even know if it's why I like it. I think that's a big part. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this show later than we ever do. It's very late. Yeah. We are getting very close to my bedtime. If I was in Nashville, I would be asleep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like long asleep. So let's start this show. Okay. Me or you? Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Mm -hmm. Very but, serious intro. Let me do it again, but I'll I'll do okay. it kind of ser serious again. <sighs> Bros, hoes, Sarah McLaughlin fans, fans of dogs that need to be adopted. No, I thought you were gonna say the other thing. And and maybe. Euthanized. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with 
Wells and Brandy. I need some distraction. We're going to start the show we've ever done. What the fuck is happening here? Still, still doing that. It's <laughs> a so couple more episodes, and then we're done with maybe. it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I did put Sarah McLaughlin's angel on the, on the thing, so... Oh, good. We're ready. Great. You know, a lot of times we'll do like we'll do like what's happening in the news and all that kind of stuff, and so I, mm-hmm. I go through a, a preparatory service, and it's a, yes. a similar one that I used when I was doing radio. It's so ridiculous how radio shows, even when I was doing it, like they send you all this stuff, and so it's always the same kind of shit. And this is my favorite one. It's like the the wacky morning zoo intro to the show. And I thought we would just do it. Let's start the show with like pretending that we are like this wacky morning show. Okay. Okay. I want to have a silly have name. To, I was gonna say, do I have to talk like that? You know, you can play the straight guy, but like, what's your name though? Straight yeah, I'll be the wacky. Whoa, pork chop. Well, what's your name? I'll be I need, pork chop. I need that. I think I'd be a pork chop. Oh, that's so fucking classic. Typical fucking dorky radio guy. Like the, that's usually like the the sidekick is pork chop or or boner. I feel like every radio person's name is Amy, and it's always the sidekick. Always. Yeah, but you're uh, Amy with two E's. Great. You like that? I do. All right, here we go. It's a morning show, and we're doing it. Rise and shine, sleepyhead. Rise and shine. I'm not really feeling up to this today. Nope, not really feeling up to it. Really? Not today. Why not? Everything's so doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. The whole world is going crazy. Sounds like you need a pep talk. I don't need a pep talk. Well, you're getting one. We're going to wake up. Get it together. One foot in front of the other. Put a smile on your face. And we're going to make a difference. Okay, guys, it's showtime. WLK, the noog with Porkchop. And Amy in the morning going to work right now. I hope it's not too crowded out there on the roads. We're going to get to Larry the Traffic Guy a little bit later, but we got a big show for you today. We're going to be giving away tickets to see Sarah McLaughlin concert. She's going to be doing that one song, Angel, the entire day. Uh, also giving away tickets to see Gravedigger this Sunday at the New Palace. That's right. Monster Truck is coming to town. We'll sell you the entire seat, but you'll only need the edge. Amy, what's up? Oh, you know, it's a beautiful morning, you know, driving into work. Didn't be more glorious, you know. I'm just so blessed. Yeah, you want to live this life, guys. How 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 is everybody out there doing? It's because of the noog, you know? It's mm, such a wonderful place to live. Amy Tui's last night I was over at the boathouse. I, I was yeah. overlooking this beautiful sunset, and guess who I saw there? Who's that? Well, he looked a lot like Bob Barker, but alas. Did you hear? Did you see that Bob Barker died? No. Yeah, he died at 99 years old. Wow. You know, he got the closest 200 without going over. So you know what? Good for you, Bob. You are... I'd call it a win. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, all right. Coming up later in the hour, we're going to be giving away tickets to see Sarah McLaughlin. That's right. She's going to be live at the Noob Palace. That's going to be very exciting. Oh, I just love her. I'm love just her, right? Yes. So I thought what we should do to start the show was... I don't know. We, I mean, maybe we should start it with some, some Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. All right. Stick around. You're on the noog. It's not okay. I did see this I thought was cool before we kind of start doing our favorite things. It was six tips from Tom Brady's mental fitness coach. Oh, a mental fitness coach. Of course, he's got everything. Yeah. Okay, so this is number one. <laughs> number one, discover the power of breathing. He says it's simple but underrated. Start by taking five deep breaths, slow breaths, 
breathe in and then hold. And as you exhale, are you doing it, Amy? <laughs> Too easy. Yes. Then yes, as you then as you exhale, think about letting go of your stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of fun. Like if it worked. Yeah, they I call guess. this something. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Wittenhoff uh, has like a whole breathing thing, which I do do that. Do do. I have been trying to do some m- more meditation in the morning. Did you know that about me? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. TikTok informed me that I need to do more grounding, which means I need my feet oh. on the ground for the yes. magnetic. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I need Thanks. that. So I go outside and I put my feet in the ground and I do some meditation and I do this thing called hemisync. Hmm. It's two different frequencies in different ears, and it tries to sync up your right hemisphere and your left hemisphere. I don't like. I don't like that. I'm gonna send it to you, and then I'll send it up to the Y of Tears. It's it's kind of fun, and then it also does like the whole thing of like a, it does a breathing exercise, and mm-hmm. then it ta- it walks you through a, med- a guided meditation of like putting your anxieties in this big box, and then like being able to walk away from it. I don't uh, have anxiety. Everyone's got anxieties about something. No, I'm chilling. What about sadness or grief? I mean, things are pretty good. Shit. What? You don't have any feelings? I have very little feelings. You know this. Yeah, but that's I true. just like I just don't have anxiety. I would say I have some stress every now and then. But you didn't like, have okay. Let me ask you this: different. You didn't have any, any anxiety before giving toast at uh, Tish's wedding. I like to call that adrenaline. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, that's what a lot of like the the pros do. They'll say that like it's not anxiety; it's excitement. You need to just turn your yeah. idea around and. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Um, number two, identify what's wrong and what's not. This is uh, still, we're going back to Tom Brady's thing. How do you spend your time? Who are you spending it with? And are those things building you up or sabotaging you? But also be curious of how you're getting in your own way. Number three, give 100%, 100% of the time. That's such a fucking Tom Brady thing, dude. Sometimes I don't got 100%. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, sometimes in the morning, I got 70% for you, you know? No, you've got 100. You just don't feel like giving 100. That's right. Tom says, make your mindset your default mode, including when you're doing stuff you don't like. If you can get to that point, then even your worst day will be better than the average person's day. Yeah, if you're Tom fucking Brady, your bad days are better than everyone's best day. It's very true. You're a billionaire. You've won more rings than God. You're sleeping with supermodels. You're very handsome. He's fine. Fine. Or is he just fine? He's fine. 
Whatever. Number four, master yourself. He says your goal should be to become the world's greatest expert on one subject, you. Oh, my God. That means God. being critical, but also being your own best friend. This is making me hate Tom Brady even more than I did beforehand. And I didn't think that was possible, as I'm not a Bostonian fan. Mm -hmm. Unless you're from Massachusetts, you don't like Tom Brady, you know? Really? I think so. I mean, he beat everyone's ass know. for so long. And then, he, and then he went down to Tampa Bay and did it again. And number five, decide to change. Be able to pivot and make changes is why you're unique and amazing. Quote, human beings can decide to shift and change to reinvent themselves to discover a whole new approach to their lives. In other words, you're in control, but only if you decide to be. <laughs> Tom Brady, I hate That's you. True. I know, but it's... <laughs> Tom Brady's favorite mantra he got from this mental fitness coach was, if it is to be, it's up to me. Was your mental fitness coach Dr. Seuss? <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be, it's up to me. And I'll take three. <laughs> Said Harry. <laughs> Tom Brady's now one of my least favorite things. There we go. Fascinating. Yeah. Speaking of faith things, you got some? This isn't super new. Maybe you've talked about it and I didn't remember. Great. Have you seen The Crowded Room? I did talk about this. You did. Is it worth it? Is it good? Because it's a little slow in the beginning. Yeah, we, I talked about it before and it's like, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. So I don't want to ruin it for me. I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm three episodes in. Yeah, but it's good though. Tom Holland, Amanda Seidfried. Seidfried, yep. Seidfried. I gave it a ding it? before, yeah. Okay. I have a new favorite thing. Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. You love Disney+. Plus. It's Star Wars. Oh, boy. It's so good. After the fall. Is it? After the fall of the Galactic Empire, former Jedi Knight Ashoka Tano investigates an emerging threat to a vulnerable galaxy. Ashoka on Disney+. Plus. Only two episodes are out right now, but by the time this uh, show comes out, the third one will be out. And I gotta say, it's a feminist manifesto. So the main character, Ahsoka, is played by Rosario Dawson. Her Padawan, or her apprentice, is Natasha Lou Bordizo. So that's another girl. And then the general, who is also Ashoka's best friend, is Mary Elizabeth Winstead who she's great. The bad guy is played by Ray Stevenson, but then his apprentice, his Padawan, is this blonde girl named uh, Shin Haiti. And then like there's an evil witch who's played by Morgan Elizabeth. It's just all a bunch of badass bitches using the force in a galaxy far, far away. Using the force? It's cool to use the force. There is a magician. She's a, she's a, she's a witch, right? She's a, she's bad and she's a witch. Sarah and I were watching, and she was like, because you know Sarah's in the kind of witch witchy stuff and whatever mumbo jumbo. And she was like, do they have witches in Star Wars before? Lady, the force is magic. They're all witches, <laughs> except these guys have laser plasma wands. And they call them lightsabers. I highly recommend it. I know we have a lot of female listeners, and I think that you guys should all go watch it. It's very good. I feel like a lot of girls like Star Wars. Dude, it's the best. Okay, please, for the love of God, tell me that you have seen the new season of The Ultimatum. No. Is it good? Uh, what? It's so good. It is it? <laughs> Yes, okay, so I thought season one was dramatic and juicy. Holy shit, these couples are batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them have any business being with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I, all four of these couples, four or five, 
however many there are, none of them should be together. <laughs> Why not? It's literally insane. Okay, let me just pull up some names here. So they're at this like halfway point where new episodes are coming out Wednesday. So the day this episode drops, there'll be more episodes that I haven't seen yet. All right, so you have James and Ryan. First of all, they look 12, probably are. They, oh, 24 years old. Yep, 12. Everybody's like 24. They've been together for seven years. So, so Long what, you time. guys met in middle, middle school? Yeah. You guys met in middle school. She's beautiful. I think she's she's the prettiest girl on the show, I think. She's okay. gorge. He's a complete dork. He just seems like uber complacent to just like date and not like propose to her or, you know, take the next step or anything. Like he just seems like a piece of cardboard. And she gave the ultimatum and she wants to get freaking married. It's been seven years. And yeah. I'm like, bro, she's so hot. What are you doing? If you don't propose to her, somebody else is going to swoop her because she's amazing and you're a dud and like you got to pull it together. So there's that one. Then you have Lisa and Brian. I don't even know where to start with Lisa. Okay. I don't even know where to start. Homegirl is absolute batshit crazy, but I'm kind of here for it because it's so freaking entertaining. I don't want to ruin it for you, but let me just say they don't stick around long. And the exit is interesting. And I, I need you to watch at okay. least the first couple episodes so we can discuss the exit because I need to know if we think that it's legit or not. So that's that. What Honestly, is the ultimate on? Netflix. Okay. Honestly, like the crazy thing is if they had stayed, I think the entire show would have been so different because with them leaving, it gave less, you know, less matchups for, you know, everyone has to choose somebody else to go live with for a few weeks or whatever. Yeah. And I really thought her dude, Brian, was for sure all in on um, this girl, Raya. And so when he left, like Raya had to go with James and I could tell like that wasn't her first choice. Like. It's just so interesting. I, w- I almost wish I could w- rewatch it, you know, without them leaving. Because I feel like that. And, like, she's so nuts. Like, whoever ended up with her, would have it just would have been so good. Yeah. Um. Okay, then you have Kat and Alex. Kat seems like the sweetest angel on the face of the planet. Just, like, such a good girl. Like, so sweet, so cute. And her freaking boyfriend seems like a piece of shit. These fucking guys, like, they just don't even know what they have. They don't know what they have. Let me tell you guys something. These girls, specifically Ryan and Kat, like, you don't find these girls just anywhere. Like, girls are nuts. Okay, mm-hmm. Wells will be the first one to tell you. Girls are psycho and you guys have two good, cute, beautiful girls that are good to you and you guys are treating them like shit. I'm not here for it. Okay. Poor cat gets paired up with Antonio who comes into the show (laughs) with Roxanne. And my first thought when they walk in is what are these two doing together? These two people do not, should not be dating. Like the energy is just like immediately like she's wearing the pants He's a doormat, but they're both very good looking. That's the only thing I can really say about it. Okay, but so at first glance, you're like, Antonio, handsome guy, like kind of quiet, you know, is is letting this girl walk all over him. Like, what a sweetie. Nope, no. nope. A few episodes in, I've decided that he's the psychopath. Honestly, they're both psycho, but he's nuts. He's got some screws loose and poor cat ends up with him. And my gosh, like by the end of this whole like first half, I just feel so bad for her. And then Roxanne ends up seeming like super two faced because like in the beginning, like she kind of seemed like, yeah, she's a little crazy and she's got some things, but that's, you know, she kind of owns it. And then like halfway through this first half, you kind of find out that she's like telling she ends up with the douchebag guy that was with Kat. So they basically like swap Alex. So basically it seems like she's telling Alex one thing and kind of playing along and pretending like she likes him and might want to leave with him, even tells his parents that and then 
like goes back to her man and starts like and and goes to alex's girl cat and like is dogging him and like saying all the shit behind his back it's absolutely okay. crazy you gave way too much information there okay well you can edit this okay? i'm going to have to i but i want to watch it and you're telling me everything that's happening on the show no, there's still so much more. There's so much more. <laughs> no. And then you have precious, precious. No, Trey. you're still doing it. <laughs> precious Trey, that's with this girl Raya. It's confusing because there's Raya and Ryan, and Trey comes in with Raya, yeah. but then like he's with Ryan for this trial marriage and whatever. And I, I just like Ryan and Trey. You know how there's one couple every season where you're like, you guys didn't come here together, but you belong together. Yeah. That's how I feel about that couple. And that was Aaron and Genevieve for me last year in Paradise. Yeah, see, it's just like there's always one. And obviously this is season's only halfway done. I don't know what's going to happen, but man. Ooh, that was a lot. That was, that was a lot. And if Antonio and Roxanne end up together, it's literally the dumbest thing either one of them could ever do. They both need someone different. Yeah. Okay, that's that's enough. That's enough of that. It was way too much. It's so good. You, I mean, like you just named off so many names too. Like you knew them like right off the and, bat. But there's not even that many. Like that's the crazy thing. Don't start. To, you're, I know you're about to start talking about somebody else, and I'm going to say just don't do it. <laughs> I was just going to say there's no, see, only I, four couples. There's really? Only four. Yeah. I could have sworn you said 17 different names there. Well, there were five, and then one couple oh, yeah, okay. fucking drops out, and I need I need some answers on that. Okay, like, I, I'm I gonna watch that for the reunion. Yeah, because they're gonna come back, and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to own what's going down. Speaking of dating shows, uh, Love Island USA that Sarah hosts finally concluded. I'm really happy for Hannah and Marco; they were the winners. Sorry, spoiler, but whatever. I want to reach out to Bergy because he left with his chick, and I'm like, I don't buy it. But it's also his grandpa was mm. like, I don't buy this either. Like this seems forced. But I want Bergy into the bachelor world. I can find that guy a girl. Don't you worry. All right? And I can teach him some things. Okay. He's getting he's getting he's getting notes. Yeah. Because I was kind of like the dorky guy on TV and I had to like kind of shake that off or whatnot. But he's getting got he's true. getting advice from all the cool guys. He needs to get advice from the funny, likable guys. And that's me. Okay. And then last thing on uh, reality TV shows, they announced the cast for Bachelor in Paradise. Did you see that? I saw that. I did. I thought we could rip through it real quick. The one thing that I'm really surprised about is that they released the intro of the show as well. Oh, do they not normally do that? Never. And the reason why is because it's you're watching the first episode to see who comes down. And then usually... Oh, that's true. So what I think they're going to do is they'll start it a cold open without an intro. I can't remember, but I assume... People that don't come on day one are in the intro package for the second episode, so you're going to know who's coming. It's a little bit of a spoiler. It's not a little bit of a spoiler. It is a spoiler. My favorite thing is this year, so we did a similar thing for me and Jesse's thing. Last year, I think he threw a coconut, and I caught it, and I poured it in to a glass. This year, similar thing. He's eating a burrito, and he, like, throws it behind his back, and then I catch it, and then I take a bite. It's cool. Whatever. What's funny about it is, like, the continuity of it, it's so terrible. Because I wasn't there when Jesse did it, so I... I, Because if I had known this, I would have been like, you have to throw me a burrito with a bite taken out of it, because he's taking on a bite. But I catch a full... He he takes a bite, throws it, and then I catch a full (laughs) burrito. Burrito. <laughs> and I'm like, the continuity is horrible, but maybe it's that's why it's good, is because it's so bad. So bad, yeah, maybe. Let's go through the cast real quick. Okay, I'm excited about it. The first name that they announced was Aaron Bryant, which I imagine that's your guy. Which one's that? Aaron. 
Oh, love him. Aaron B. How long? Attracts. Last episode, you were telling me how much you love this guy and how... You got to call him Aaron B. That's what I know him as. My bad. Anyways. Aaron B. You think Aaron B is going to find love? That's like calling John B. Like John whatever. Bukowski? Brown. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I said Aaron. Who and does Aaron end up with? I love him. I, you know I can't say what happens oh, there. I just need to know. Do you think that he's going to find love? Nah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next guy up is Aaron Schwartzman. Oh, Aaron S. Oh yeah, he kind of he kind of bugged me on the on the Bachelorette a little. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Up next, Blake Moines. Why is he back? He loves doing these shows. I say, I'll tell you that. I made the joke. I was like, you might be the only guy who's been on more shows than me. Why is he back? Because he needed to find love. He, he, he thought he found it with. He thought he found it with someone, and then he didn't. And then he thought he found it with Katie Thurston, and then he didn't. And then now he might find it with somebody else. I don't think. He has been on a lot of shows. I will say that. Is he a hot commodity or no? Yeah. I'll say this. Yeah? He is, I, mean, he, I mean, he's a very handsome guy, and he's like, a, yeah. he, he, like his whole thing is he goes to like Africa to like save rhinos. Yeah, like He's cute. a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I think that Blake Moynes is too smart for this show. He's like too much of an adult, I think is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why is he back? Yeah. Speaking of people that are, might not be intellectually all there for the show, up next, Brayden. Oh, my God. Brayden and the his earrings. That, the fact that he gets with Kat makes me so mad because she's so beautiful. How I'm do you like, know that? What are you doing, Kat? How do you know that? Because they said it, they talked about it on um, oh. After the Final Rose or whatever. Oh, I didn't watch that, oh, so yeah. I didn't know. Uh-huh. Well, he's coming with his earrings and his scarves and... Apparently, he also, like, makes out with Rachel. How do you know that? It's on after the final row. Are they even trying to keep things quiet this time around? No. I, I, they like, sat Rachel next to him and oh said, my like, God. oh, they, these two have a thing in paradise. But then it shows the, the promo video and it's Kat making out with him. So it's like, they're just giving a lot away. I can't believe people aren't watching the show as much as they used to <laughs> these days. It's a shocker to me. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> That would be like if you sat down for episode one of Friends and were like, hey, by the way, Ross and Rachel, fuck, it's going to be annoying, but we're going to be doing it for a long time. Hope you enjoy this first episode. Way to go, production. Brooklyn, she's coming. She's the rodeo girl. Classic, yeah. She'll do well in paradise. Yep, and then you have Eliza. She's back for round oh, two. Oh, I love her. She was the one who kind of broke Rodney's heart last mm. year. I know. She might be, sad. this is a very bold statement, she might be the prettiest woman I think we've ever had on the show. She's gorgeous. She is a Disney princess. Oh, yeah, Ooh. Greer coming back. Oh, yeah. Greer was the one who got kind of some hot water for some questionable tweets uh, in college or something. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that plays out with her. Mm -hmm. Oh, then you have Jess, Glitter Jess, who puts glitter Love on everything. Jess. I love Jess. Yes. I am Who does a, Jess get with? I want to know. I'm not telling you, but she is a, I think she's a hot commodity. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah. You know. I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then you have Kat, who apparently is hooking Ugh. up with Brayden that I didn't know about, but it's not me spoiling it because the show already did. <laughs> then you have Kylie. She's coming back. She likes to cause some drama. Oh, 
That's the one I, I wanted to set up with Trace that one time. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. I like her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's fun. Oh, then you have Mercedes. I like her. I like Mercedes too. She looks very uh, paradisey. She does. Exotic looking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have Pilot Pete number two. I'm confused by him. He's a pilot whose name is Pete. And so we've got two of them now. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's kind of as much as I can tell you. <laughs> okay. Super weird. Yeah. And then we have, for the second time in Bachelor in Paradise history, a lead coming down to date the boys in Pilot Rachel. So we have two pilots on the show. Two pilots. Maybe we can do a date where they do the mile high situation. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. And then you have this girl named Sam who comes on the show. Oh, yeah. Who is that? If I'm being honest, I don't really know. Where'd she come from? She came from the Bachelor world, but I do, I do know in like in some teaser, she talks about how she can't poop. So I did see that. Also, very annoyed that they released that information because it's one of my favorite <laughs> things that happens this year. And you're you're like, oh why, why are you telling all the funny things? I know. Does she know about um, suppositories? Oh, this is airing and I can divulge more of like the behind the scenes of what would happen. It's hilarious. But I, I really wanted to That's be like, what... let me take you in to Sayulita proper and let me get you a glass of tap water. We'll, water, yeah. We'll fix this. <laughs> Lickety exactly. fucking split. Also, this guy named Sean, who kind of looks like the bad guy in a Disney movie or something. Oh, Barbie, the Barbie guy. Yeah, he looks like Ken. He looks, looks like Ken. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. him. And then you have Cat. She's a cat person. Oh, that cat. The yeah. other cat. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good TV. She's good TV. And then this girl, Olivia, she's on it. And then Jesse and Wells. And there you go. Mm. What that, about Tanner? Does he go? You got to wait and see. But that's the that's the initial cast, obviously. So right. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. Fine. They're going to play Golden Bachelor, and then they're going to have Bachelor in Paradise afterwards, which, interesting. Very. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See how that plays out. But that's yeah. that. Other favorite Can't things. Wait. Yeah, it should be good. Even though they told all the secrets. It's fine. Whatever. They did tell the secrets. This is um, the, this first time that I'm going to call production and yell at them for telling secrets. Because usually they're like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Man, you are ruining this for all of us. By the way. There was a lady on the plane back from the Noog that had a child in her lap. I am much more sympathetic to people flying with children than Brandy is. Brandy is a cold-hearted, black-souled lady when it comes to flying with children. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the child that bugged me. It was the fucking woman, okay? So she had this little baby, this little baby in her lap. This is what she was doing the whole time. She's going, shh, 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 shh. Shushing the kid, right? The fucking child wasn't crying. Why are you pacifying and shushing a child when they're not crying? The, I was like, I'm like, gonna start crying, lady. If you keep on shushing, I turned around and looked at her and was like, what the fuck's going on? This child isn't crying. And the whole time she was talking to this child, like it was a, like a normal, this was like a brand new baby. It wasn't even like an infant who was like saying words, right? So I'm all for like talking to children like normal people, but whatever. This baby was, was, was a goo goo gaga baby. And this is what she was going. 
And then she started going, we're going, because we were on the way to Dallas. She was like, we're going to Dallas. You're my little Dallas girl. Never thought I'd say that. You're my little Texas girl. My Texas girl. My Texas girl. My Texas girl. She would not stop fucking saying this. Yikes. And I have noise-canceling headphones on. And I'm hearing this woman. And so I, I'm like, whatever, you know, I was like, you know, I got to turn up my vibration, my frequency. I can't let this get me down. So I'm leaving mm. the plane. I'm with my brother. And I was like, how fucking annoying was that woman? He was like, oh my God, I wanted to kill her. He was like, what was the shishing about? And I was like, I don't even know. The baby wasn't even crying. Sorry about I have two that. things to say. Tell me all about them. Number one, mm -hmm. Google this real quick. Okay. Uh, the amount of YFTers that have messaged me about this in the past two days is astronomical. There is an airline in Europe that is making specific flights for adults only. You have to be 16 or older to get on the plane. Give me a ding. They finally listened to me, and they're making kid-free flights, baby. Okay. Airline is making an adults-only section of the plane that is only for passengers ages 16 and older. Barstool Sports, you heard it here first. This is exactly what I pitched. Someone listened to our podcast and they thought, what a genius idea to put kids in the back of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's such a coincidence, you know? Like I just talked about this. I know. And now all of a sudden it's a thing. That's all I'm saying. I have a question for you. I saw something on TikTok that I thought was very interesting, and I wanted to play it for you and then get your okay. opinion about it. And I already know that you're not going to give me anything, any good juice or whatnot, but I'm still going to do it because okay. I'm a man of the people, and the wife tears want to know. All right. Okay. Do you know the crazy Miley Cyrus theory, how she might be a ghost singer for many popular singers that have very successful songs right now? Who? So recently, Mr. Wyatt made a I video that many was. people think exposes Morgan Wallen's voice. So I want you to listen to this. Okay. Okay, so you heard that, right? So yeah. now listen to what Mr. Wyrup does now with the voice. So that was Morgan Wallen, obviously. Now let's pitch it up and see if it sounds like Miley Cyrus. And let me know in the comments if you think it does. Wait, what? I mean... That's a little weird. That's Miley Cyrus. So I was looking at some music professionals that broke it down, and they said it's actually really rare for an artist to sound that similar to another artist like that. But hey, it could just be a coincidence. Who knows? That's Miley Cyrus. There's no way it's not. Okay, I will say that that does sound a lot like Miley. Haven't I played this for you before? I think so. I think we've done this before, but people, other people are talking about it now. Well, the Morgan Wallen one's been a thing. She ain't singing Morgan Wallen songs, I'll tell you that right now. Well, for being fair, that's actually a Jason Isbell song, so... Well, you know what I mean, though. There are other singers that do sing for other people. Like, I want to say Sia sings a lot for, oh, other, yeah. for other singers. Well, one of the big... Like she's one. One of the conspiracy theories is that J-Lo does not sing. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was a background dancer, and now she's a singer. Yeah. I saw that you um, got on the girl dinner trend. Sarah... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said I was doing girl dinner. I, it looked like a delicious <laughs> snack dinner. Yeah, it was a snack. So this is what I like to do. Sarah's friend, Katie Stevens, was like, she said, that's not girl dinner. That's pregnant girl dinner. <laughs> so what I like to do is I like to slice up some pickles and then get a couple different types of Dijon mustards Ew. and have a little dipping sauce with the pickle. One of my favorite things. I didn't have it, but it's, sometimes terrible. when I have it, if I have some salami, throw that in there. Let me just tell you what that is. That's not a girl dinner. You know what that is? What's that? A shitty charcuterie board is what that is. Ah. Okay, so this guy who I follow on TikTok, who I think is absolutely hilarious, he like made a video of like every European pop song he's ever heard. 
and like created a music video for it. And it's so freaking funny. And I wanted to play this last week, but I saw the Jonas Brothers were like, hey, dude, do you want to come on to come to the show? And so they came to a Jonas Brothers show, performed this song, and they filmed the crowd. And the crowd was like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> but I love it because I realize it's a joke. Play a little bit right here. Life, it never died. Women are my favorite guy. Sex, I'm wanting more. Tell the world, stop the war. Home, hear the bass go zoom. Have a body, feel the groove. Cyber <laughs> system overload. Everybody move, man. The, it's the lyrics that are funny. Like it's, it's such a European <laughs> song because it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. The English is so bad. Anyways, I yeah. wanted to play this and be like, this is one of my favorite things. And then I saw the Jonas Brothers had them on stage to play that song and just go like, go look it up. The crowd is like, what is this? <laughs> Good stuff. The Joe Bros. And this might be something that this is like an obviously Wells, you're ADD. But I don't know if people know that. But I was diagnosed with ADHD as a child. And I had to like take tests in different rooms. And like I had to take a lot of Ritalin, which I fucking hated. I've now like migrated into the TikTok world for people with ADHD or neurodivergent, I think is what they're called. Mm -hmm. Are you ADHD? No. Is anyone in your family? Yeah, Trace. He took Ritalin for a long time. Okay. I thought like I had kind of gotten over my ADHD. I'm a pretty functioning adult with like working and like getting things done and everything. But I realized, no, I think I've just like kind of figured out how to live my life with it. But this girl talks about stupid things to do around people with ADHD and it hit home so freaking hard. If your partner has ADHD, listen to me because you need me. Don't talk to them when they're doing something. Are they reading? Are they getting work done? Are they on their phone? Did you talk to them? <laughs> You're stupid. Okay. <laughs> You're stupid. I know, I know this is hard to understand for people who have normal brains, but if I am working on something and Sarah comes and talks to me, I'm like, I'm working on something. You need to leave me alone. You gotta let me, fit. I gotta focus on this. And I think it's because it's so easy for my brain to like bebop around that when I am focused on something and someone comes to like distract me, I'm like, ah, fucking short circuit. When you're telling a story, get to the point. Oh God. Don't repeat yourself. Mm -hmm. We're not dumb. We're smarter than you. We get it. <laughs> when you repeat, we hate you for that. That's stupid to do. Oh my God. It's, it's so insane. true. Listen, that's Trace. Sarah does the same thing. She tells stories and they just, there's no ending. They just keep going and she like circles back around and I'm like, You're like, no. Where is the point? Is there a punchline? Is there an ending to this? And there never is. 
And no, I, never. And I love her dearly. And I realize that I realize now that it's not I'm not annoyed at her. It's anything that I'm trying to focus on. If you <laughs> give me things to start meandering off from, I'm like, I can't. Where are we going? Like the story's going in too many different places. Like what's happening? <laughs> and it's the same thing. If I'm like focusing on work and someone comes to talk to me, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to focus on this. <laughs> I'll talk to that. I'll talk to you about that after this, this thing. Well, speaking of pills, yeah, I finished Painkiller. Did you like it? I loved it. You I mean, did. It was so sad. Yeah, stuff. Um, I didn't realize Peter Berg did it, which makes a lot of sense because he puts Taylor Kitchen literally everything he does. Hmm. Um, but it was so so good. Highly recommend. I, I do. It is similar to Dope Sick. It's just like a scripted version, basically, and the acting is really great. Highly recommend. Great yeah. show, Taylor Kitch. It's so crazy to see him play. A, a character like in his mid 40s like that like yeah. i'm like fuck i am old if taylor kitsch is playing a 40 something you know what it made me think you know? of i hurt my hand like three weeks ago you know i'm almost 40 now and like it still hurts we're like almost to a month and my hand isn't fixed and i'm not taking painkillers or anything for it but here's what sucks about growing up you have to be very careful to not hurt yourself because you never heal anymore your body just is like, nope, we're just not going to do it. You're just going to live with this limp. It's fine. Or you're going to be addicted to painkillers. Do you remember when you were young and you hurt yourself playing re like recess? Yeah. Next day, fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I played rugby in college. I was getting concussions left, right, and center. AC joints out of fucking whack. Blow I broke my leg in three places. I have more metal in my leg than in my car outside. If that happened to me now, yeah. good luck. Just, I'll be like, Doc, just cut it off. Oh my gosh. No, you would not. We know it's not going to ever feel better. Just cut it off. No. I have a book wreck. Oh, yeah? By the way, I finished Fourth Wing. That was the book about the kid like that went to like dragon riding school and then so fucking awesome. Also very sexual. I think I said that already, but I finished it. Say, yeah, you said that. I finished it. Ends with like, obviously there's a book too. So I'm like, oh, I gotta read this. That's Not out until November. Oh, oh, that's pretty soon. I know I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it. But I started listening to a book called Extracted. It's a very Wells book and actually also a very Brandi book. Ooh, really? A scientist has invented a time machine that reveals a shocking fact. By 2111, the world has ended. Cue three unlikely heroes who are extracted from their timelines at the point of death to change the future. Extracted. Sounds great. Yeah, it's good. Like the first guy is a guy who's an insurance adjuster doing an insurance adjustment thing for like the subway. He sees like some weird stuff happening down in the, in the subway and he realizes it's a bombing. And he just like goes full zero dark 30 on everyone, just starts killing everybody and like saving lives and doing all this stuff. And then, yeah, then he gets extracted. And the second guy is just like badass guy from World War II. Oh, I'm only like in the third. I'm in the second chapter. Wow. That sounds great. Highly recommend. All right. You got some Muzaks? I got some Muzaks. What do you got? Well, my sister released a new song. I'm sure you've heard it. Oh. What? Come on. Yes, you have. I don't know if I have. Maybe I have. No, it's called. Okay, so this, I've had so many wife tears ask me, is this the song you were talking about? I guess like I accidentally, without knowing, like caused a bunch of drama in with the Miley fans last year when she released the album. Because I guess on this podcast, I said, 
that my favorite song of hers hasn't been released yet. And so everybody like, went nuts and like, what does that mean? Does that mean she's got another album? Does that mean this? Does it mean that? Oh, God. What it meant, which I couldn't say, is that there was just a song that was originally part of all the tracks, you know, that we had been played for the, for Endless Summer Vacation that I guess at the last minute they decided to hold until the, now. And the song's called Used to Be Young, and it's my favorite song she's ever written. Okay. That's a bold statement, by the way. I know. Right. It's just so good. The music video is great. And then um, she also did like a... I think it was on ABC, actually, like, kind of like a behind-the-scenes, like, talking about it and stuff. You want to go out on it? Yeah. All right. What do you got coming up next week? I got a horse show next week. I'm back to that. Nice. Stargirl's better? Yeah. No, I Stargirl's still um, on her semi-retirement, and I leased a new horse just to get me through the winter. His name's Player, and he's Play-o. perfect. And his full name is Plato Win, but they call him Player. Mm. Um, so I'm taking him to the horse show next week. Very cool. What are you doing? Um, I am traveling. You're just constantly traveling. I know. I'm going to a wedding. Where are you going? I'm going to a wedding. Ah. I'll have some good stories on the way on the on the on the comeback though. I promise you that. That's good. Yeah, that's a that's tease good. for you. Wedding stories are great. They I have are. some weddings coming up too, so I'll, I'll have some good wedding tea too. And you know what? This is only the second wedding I've been to since my own wedding. I'm getting fucked up at this wedding. <laughs> fucked up. I love that for you. Yeah. All right, YFT, we love you. Love y'all. And this is a song called Used to Be Young. I used to be young, too. And when I'd get hurt, I would, get, I would heal. Not any longer. Not no more. And not no more. Could you do a song called Now That I'm Old, It Fucking Sucks Because I'm Always Hurt? <laughs> My knees always hurt. Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.